Welcome to the Lower Room Discourse, where we talk about the Bible in fun and interesting ways. Welcome back, as always, to the Lower Room Discourse. This is Garland, Tad, Caleb, and Daniel. And uh, as we dive in, this one is nice and simple. You've probably seen videos of it. You've probably seen it in person if you have kids or, or you played Little League growing up. But who in the Bible is the person most likely to be at a Little League game just absolutely berating the refs, just screaming at the referees. Now you can take it further and say there's also the person that goes further and is also yelling at the coach oh, yeah. of the little league team. If you've not been to a little league, and it's especially, especially bad in baseball. Baseball, because baseball's so slow, it brings out tension. Um, and there's a lot of thinking you have to do. So if you've ever been to a little league baseball game as an adult, it's it's horrifying the behavior oh. of parents, um, and it just it's what baseball does. It our, creates that. Our daughter started playing softball, and to be honest, it's the same in softball. There are so many parents. And how old is your daughter? She's seven. Exactly, like, she's the, seven years the, old playing the, softball. The, and people the, are going crazy. The girls they they can barely hit. They can barely catch. They don't know the rules. They don't know how to tag up. They don't know any of these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And people are ripping the refs. Oh yeah, yeah, ripping them. And you're going. It's coach pitch. It's coach pitch He's not softball. trying to throw strikes. <laughs> it's, there's a pitch count, but you're yelling at this ref right now. Now it's probably worth mentioning. Um, it made the national, uh, like made national news. I'm sure people have seen this. Um, there was a ref recently in one of the gyms in our area who uh, the, the the ref was so. Uh, unconcerned with what was going on. I actually saw the video that uh, he took his phone out and answered a phone call in like, it's like a 12 and 13 year old, kind of like an <laughs> AAO kind of thing, was literally talking on the phone. I think it, was, it sounded like to his wife about like getting groceries on the way home. And then a call happens. And of course they're filming, the st- people in the, st- right, the stands filming are filming it. it to show how bad it is. He's not even watching right when they're filming, this ball goes out of bounds and you can see the play happen is basketball. And very obviously out on say the red team he just kind of looks and points the other way to the white team. And the fans are like, look at this joke. This is ridiculous. He's literally on the phone, not even pretending to care. So we're That's assuming awesome. this is not uh, yeah. what we're talking about. I, I thought about this and I thought, what what makes, and y'all can help sort of um, kind of give the full spectrum of this character, who, who this person would be. I kind of thought about what's going on inside this person. And I listed a, a handful of things that I think create that. You know, a, seventh, a seven-year-old little league um, like softball game, mm-hmm. coach pitch softball, somebody berating referees. And here's some of the things, and y'all, y'all can help me put some skin on this. Um, there's normally an outward, we might say like overconfidence or an outward uh, show of either knowledge, but it's usually paired with an inward self-esteem, like low self-esteem. Then there's a control issue. Like this is really bothering me that I can't control this or you're not doing it right. Mixed with an inner anxiety, that then is provoked, in this case, by, say, a ball versus a strike call by this seven-year-old and down. Right. That's the provocation, which then generates the response that, that then is marked by a complete lack of perspective, like complete misjudgment of the like perspective the on the world. Yeah. Thing in the, in the um, world so right I was now. trying to think of what would get somebody to be yelling oh. at a seven-year-old Little League game. I was trying to figure out what's going on inside there. Um, it, what would you – how else would you – 
put the kind of put the, put the full it's, picture uh, of this person's it's, soul it's on the table. Unrequited dreams, yeah, <laughs> for a sports career that now they're having to live out vicariously through their children. That's a hundred percent. no other explanation. I can do, but an inner self, like inner self esteem. It's of Uncle I never Rico made it. from yeah, Napoleon yeah. Dynamite. If I, if I if I go back, well, if I could go back. Things be different. It's that because it's the fear of they were terrified they never lived up to their dreams, and when they see their child mess up then they're instantly afraid that their kid will never live up to their own dreams for <laughs> Or they just kid. love their kids so much and they have a deep, profound sense for justice. Yeah. And when a ref when a, gets it wrong, and a they, mama, a mama bear comes out and she's going to protect That's also kiddos. why I said there's a, there's a provocation, but then yeah. there's a lack of perspective. There's a, la- it's still, a, there's a lack of perspective. It's still a lack of perspective. <laughs> person that is paid like $7 an hour is getting yelled at. The person's a high school kid. Yeah, that, doesn't that, even know the rules of baseball. Exactly. And they're out there. Um, okay, so we've each got three. We'll see who our podiums are at the end. Uh, Caleb, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. And I'm, I'm actually, I know we just described this character, but I think we're missing one other character that, that yells at the, the umps or the, or the refs in these games. And it is, it's the like older brothers who are all friends who show up to these that games. True. That's good. That's and, true. and they play junior high football. They're all wearing their jerseys. And so they think they're unbelievable. And so they don't just yell at the ref or the umpire. They yell at the other team. And the parents are like, guys, we know you're 13, but these girls are seven, so why are you making fun of them for striking out? But they just have no ability to comprehend what we're doing uh, or what they're doing. And that's exactly what the boys do in 2 Kings to Elisha. When they're yelling at him, go up, Baldy, and just making fun of this prophet of God who then sends the she-bears down and all of their wrath on these boys. So you have this mob of boys in Second Kings who are mocking. And junior high boys give in to mob mentality oh, unlike anybody. As soon as one says it, they think they're all safe, so they all start saying it. And Normally a mom walks over, though, and puts one of them in their place. Yes. And then they keep doing it, but they do it really quietly. They, yes. Um, and that's, the, that's actually the best part because that's like what the bears do to the boys in the story. <laughs> they, just, yeah. they just got the slowest one. destroy them, yeah. So. The mama bear comes over. Uh, yeah, so you have these boys in this mob mentality in Second Kings making fun of Elisha, and, and it is honestly what happens when junior high boys who think they're really athletic show up to their younger siblings' games. That's a good answer. Um, all right, here's my first one. Uh, there's also a piece of this that we can't overlook, which I, I got to assume, you know, there might be something going on in, you know, that that dad's life, something maybe at work, like maybe he feels slighted, maybe he didn't get the promotion, maybe he wanted honor uh, from his boss that he wasn't receiving. And so in thinking about that, there's a character in the Bible that elicits sort of all of these things we're talking about. And he has the, you can kind of see his job. It's like, yeah, you're, you're not rising above that. Here it is. His name is Rabsheka. And he is listed for us. You get the story of him in uh, in Second Kings and in Isaiah. He is the guy who is the messenger for the Assyrian king when they come to confront the kingdom of Judah. And so this takes place in like the 700s BC. And uh, if you see the story, he is basically, he's got all this outward bravado. All he does in the story is yell and taunt and scream at Judah. And he's just basically doing all the things you would yell at a ref, like, all the little umpire jokes you would say, he's saying all of them, yet the whole time you can sense there's an insecurity in him, and maybe we can get even some of that in his name. His name means um, like like officer of the drink or commander of the wine. He's like a low, he's, he's a guy that 
his job exists to kind of make sure the CEO looks good, but he doesn't get any of the glory. He just goes and does the dirty work. He does the bidding. He does the yelling and his insecurity comes out and then they end up actually losing the game. They end up losing the battle. Um, and he, that doesn't go very well for him. So you can see all this like workplace struggle. I can't rise above this. And then it comes out and just gross taunting over and over. He's never shutting up. He's yelling the whole time. That's Rob Shake. Probably had a few drinks. He's the commander of the drink. He probably has something on the way to the game. Probably has something before him. He's trying to get through it. And now he's provoked. Reb Sheka. Reb Sheka. Reb Sheka. Reb Sheka. Awesome. Assyrian <clears throat> commander of the drink. Um, so we've got, a, we've got a mom in the crowd. A great name for a future son, Ted. Let's get a Reb Sheka. I'll keep that one. I'll put that <laughs> one on the list. Uh, so my, my first step is uh, there's a mom in the crowd, and she loves her boys. And she, uh, it's the mother of James and John, Salome. In Matthew 20, after one, everybody, to your point about like you're completely lacking perspective of like, this is not an, an important moment in the grand scheme of things. Jesus has been finally telling his disciples, I'm about to go die. And they start jockeying for who's the best. So James and John, they come and approach him and ask, can we sit at your right and your left? They get their mom to come out and ask Jesus if they, if he will grant her, her sweet boys to sit on his right and left whenever he comes into his kingdom. And I just think that that is a perfect picture of the type of parent yeah. who her two little boys are playing on this little league team and she thinks the world of them. She yeah. thinks they're like, nobody she, compares. They're, she's the one who goes to the coach and goes, perfect. why aren't my like, boys, why are my boys starting? starting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. need to be exactly. starting. The best part, about, best part about this answer is like, they don't have to say anything to her. Like she they get doesn't. called out at first <laughs> and it's probably questionable. And they, they look sad going back to the dugout. Yeah. That mom <laughs> is losing it. She's better if it's right or wrong. No. Yeah. She's calling the coach of another team saying we're transferring. Yeah. This. Oh yeah. And yeah, by yeah, the yeah. way, I've already bought a speed coach. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. All right. Uh, that's, that's a good one as well. Garland, I, as you were saying yours, I for a second was going, is he going to say King Thick Pinky again? <laughs> because a man who talks like that can just be honorable I, I, mention I thought here. about King Thick Pinky. <laughs> King Thick Pinky. If you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to the past it's episodes. It's Rehoboam. Yeah. His actual Hashtag name in the Bible. Let's just, let's just make it clear. Hold on. It's your first time. There's, there's not a, there's not, there's no one in the Bible named King Thick Pinky. It is Rehoboam in First Kings 11 and 12, but he says some things about his, his Thick Pinky, pinky. That, that's <laughs> worth why reading. We've now nicknamed him King Thick Pinky. Go, go read it. It's unbelievable. The second one uh, that I would say, I always try and fit in the demonized pig guy, and I couldn't. <laughs> you got to mention. But there is another demon that shows up. Uh, this is in, in Luke 4. There's a screaming demon, as I will call it. Why did you say that? <laughs> There's a screaming demon. <laughs> a screaming demon uh, that, that shows up in Luke chapter 4, and he's yelling at Jesus. Uh, it's, it's right after, I think Jesus had just been led to a cliff by the crowd. They want to stone him, throw him off the cliff, and then he kind of walks through them. And then he shows up in this other place, and this demon is just yelling at him. I know who you are and just cursing him, all these things. Ultimately, Jesus is the umpire here and has to turn around and say, be quiet. <laughs> cast the demon uh, out real and, quick. And cast the demon out really quick, yeah. Uh, but this screaming demon of Luke 4 perfectly embodies 
just the insane <laughs> mindset. You, you think that this person, so we should add another characteristic. They're over, they they maybe overconfident. They have a lack of perspective. They might be demonized. There's <laughs> legitimate spiritual warfare going on the on, on every little field across the, America. Yeah, we need to pray over these fields because these kids are being berated listen, by listen, grown adults. If you're listening to this, you think he's over exaggerating it. Go watch. Go You'll watch. See, there's something demonic going on there. I had to explain to my daughter why we don't say things that we heard adults say Seven. on the field Seven. in Springdale, Arkansas. Uh, so, yes, this screaming demon. The screaming demon from Luke, Luke 4. Luke chapter 4. Jesus has to deal with a few of those. He does. Um, a few of those. Uh, another one that happens in Acts 16. There's a, a little oh, girl, yeah, yeah, the, a slave the girl. fortune teller, right? And it's one of my favorite lines in the movie, or in the movie, in the story of the Bible, <laughs> because um, Watch it, says that, it says that Paul turns around and it said Paul was greatly annoyed by uh, That's by right. It. Like yeah. it's, but it, that's how it describes it. It's like, I'll rescue you because I'm annoyed. I'm yeah. just annoyed by this at yeah. this point. Um, okay, so my second is uh, I'm going to also channel a mom protective for over her kids, but here's mine, and it'll be nice and easy to explain. I'm sure it'll take you five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this will be 30 seconds. Put a timer on it. it there's a, there's, a, there's a, a, a game to for winners and losers going on in 1 Kings 18 mm. between the prophets of Baal and Elijah. Mm. And seemingly watching this with very, very, uh, with, a, with a great amount of interest is Jezebel because her... Her whole livelihood's on the line here. Like, everything she holds dear is on the line. And her team is losing. And upon hearing this, her response is a response of just outrageous anger. To the point of saying, I will have that other team dead by the end of this. Probably some demonic that, influence there. might there. be something going on there, yeah. <laughs> so Jezebel is my second. The protective mom. It doesn't even matter if the refs are good or bad. It's just the team's losing and... She's taken everything she's got out in this murderous, angry rage, and that that actually is exactly what you see in some of these moms oh, yeah. on the on, on the on the stand in the oh, stands yeah. of these uh, little league games. And the ones that don't do it but try to hold it in, it's on their face. Oh, it's no, totally on their face. So you look in their eyes and you can see it, just darkness. Jezebel, it's yeah. in there. So uh, she's that's just my number dancing two. Dancing in their pupils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ted, all right. Uh, my second, uh, and I, I got to check and make sure that's not the one that you mentioned earlier out of Isaiah. Because uh, you said Isaiah chapter 4? Uh, Isaiah 37 to 39. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, same, it's the story of the same Assyrians. One, yep. But let me fill in another detail of that, okay. and then I'll pick a different one. But uh, the, the, the leaders of Judah, they come out and they basically tell them, like, hey, like, don't, even, don't speak in Hebrew. Like, don't speak our language so that the men on the wall don't know what you're saying. And I imagine that's like the, the ref having to talk to the dad that's like, Hey man, you gotta watch your language, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and there's kids, there's kids out here listening to what you're saying, and then that that dad's still being like, "I'll say whatever I want to say." I came to talk to the kids too. Have you seen the videos? <laughs> this that, is, that is a real line. Yeah. I'll say whatever I want to say. say. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're listening to this, and if y'all hadn't done it, just go YouTube. Uh, like uh, people yelling at like refs. Sometimes the refs will have enough, and they'll turn. Yeah, they'll go. They'll start giving it back, and people get they come to blows in these little league games. Yeah, it's it's oh, unbelievable. It's, in high school, I would I, I refereed like third through sixth grade basketball at the rec yep. center in Branson, and I had to kick several parents out <laughs> because. <laughs> and I'll tell you, there's not a better feeling in the world. Talk about the guy that peaked in high school. Right? Yeah, then turning around <laughs> turn and getting around. to kick out <laughs> some forty year old. Uh, I didn't call it. What's, what's your second now? Yeah, anyway, yeah. So I, I think that's just a fun detail. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but. Uh, 
I think uh, so. Similar story though. The the prof. No, I'll go this one. Here we go. Samson. Uh, Samson. He struggles with impulse. He's uh, no. he, he's an impulsive person. Kind of says whatever he wants, but it's strictly. I imagine him shouting just taunts at ki- at specifically at kids <laughs> for playing poorly and saying something stupid like. I could have hit that with a donkey jawbone. <laughs> Come on, sweetheart. What are you doing? He's the what Beaton a, High School what we've guy. What we about this is Tad's never played Little League or been to a Little League game, but that's what we just learned. <laughs> oh, you couldn't hit the side of a barn. I could have hit that with a donkey bone. <laughs> you, you rascals don't know what you're doing. Number three, Caleb. Um, my third one is from 2 Samuel. It's in 2 Samuel 16, and you have this character show up. Uh, and it's Shmi, not Shmi, Shmi, <laughs> not not Shmi. You from- mean Anakin Skywalker's mom? Shmi, Shmi, Shmi Skywalker. I thought Shmi was from Captain Hook. He was this little like toady that follows Captain oh, Hook yeah. around. Slaughtered them like animals. Like animals. Like animals. But yeah, you have this Shmi character uh, show up, but he's he's from the clan of Saul. And David is walking around, and this this jabroni shows up and just starts yelling at David, just insulting him, cursing him. And it's kind of this confusing, I, I know you're from the clan of Saul, so obviously there's some hostility towards you, but the deed is done. Saul is dead. David is king. The game is over. The game is over, yeah. and yet you're just out here yelling insults for your own pride's sake. What are you doing? And this is the, this is, I think what happens with parents who start yelling at little league refs where you go, look, you're down 16 to zero. <laughs> it's but not it's the refs. Fault. It's not yeah. the refs. Fault. Like the deed is done. Your kid struck out. It, yeah. it, it, it's fine. That's it's coach pitch. That's a good answer. Yeah, and that's so a good this, answer. this guy, you can go and read it. And, and I mean, David just keeps walking and they just kind of try and like zone him out. But he just consistently is berating David with these insults and, that's kind of what the person who yells at a little league ref does. Here's my last one. Um, overconfident. You can see the anxiety, control issues, provocation to leads to a lack of perspective. Um, and then an overreaction. I'm going to go with the apostle Peter. He is, um, always overconfident, always jumping out in front of the other disciples. You can sense his inner anxiety. Like when he's not sitting next to Jesus at the last supper and John is, and you can almost sense in the scene. He's like, tell him, tell him this. He's looking across. Um, when Jesus tells him what's going to happen to him, he's like, what about John? He's got all these internal issues. Um, the provocation when Jesus is arrested. Keep in mind, Jesus has been telling him what's going to happen. He's been telling him this is going to happen. And he's been all this time with Jesus. There's the provocation. Here's the moment. And he reaches for the sword and slices off the ear of the soldier. Um, so complete lack of perspective. Jesus has been saying, I'm going to be killed and rise again. This is how he loses all perspective in that moment. All of his wits because this provocation has happened and you can see all of it come rushing to the front, that's that's the dad yelling at the rest. All of it sort of hits. Here's the provocation, and it comes rushing out in this moment. And you're like, where's your perspective? Jesus told, he said he was going to rise again, but he can't go there in that moment because they've come with swords. The, Peter. P- Peter is a good answer. Poor, he, he poor was Peter. On, I'm sorry, Peter, but yeah. y- you could yeah. be this guy. I think if, he, if Peter has kids. He's that guy. And, oh, he is. and there's a bad call. <laughs> it's it, That looked like a ball. This guy's been all over the strike zone. Right. I could see a sword coming out. I mean, I could see him charging. <laughs> he, so uh, he I'm would going be Peter. the one that actually does charge the mouth. Yeah, exactly. And maybe exactly. he's not in the stands. Maybe he's a coach. Oh, also, he's always running his mouth. Like Peter's just <laughs> right. sort of always. He's kind of always talking first and then thinking later. So right. another thing that that dad does is he's always making little offhanded comments, yeah. even when it's like 
okay, you're not yelling, but it's you're just saying rude the things. Yeah, he's like just, up in the stands. Just he's, stop. He's the assistant coach. He's not. Yeah, 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 he's not that. the head coach. He's not in the stands, but he's just in the That's dugout. That's his only real job. Is spitting sort of, seeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sitting on a five gallon bucket filled with balls, and he's just yelling things. All right, number three. Uh, so this one is a very different type of character. It's it might be some kid on the team's like weird uncle that showed up. <laughs> And he's kind of like disheveled looking and like his, his clothes are torn and, and worn. You might even kind of wonder like, do you even have a kid on this team, man? Like, why are you here? But he's very in tune with just justice and wants to know like, or just wants to hold people accountable. So any, any missed thing, he's calling them out and kind of even saying like, let's get out of here. Let's, we need to all go down to the river. And get away from this this system oh of, of ridiculousness. It's John the Baptist. He's constantly shouting at the the corrupt system. Do you of, have a kid on this refs. on this team? Like, you go here, you brood of vipers. You John the Baptist. You couldn't even hit that with a donkey yeah. jawbone. <laughs> You've never been to a little league game. <laughs> Those <laughs> people don't show up. You're, this, you're describing a homeless man. He's <laughs> <laughs> the game. He's never but been this to a homeless baseball man game. Is concerned about oh, justice. Oh yeah, yeah. This, this is what he wants. The refs to have. <laughs> you yeah. kids want to go down to the river? <laughs> yeah, we're living a band down by the river. <laughs> All right, your three, Caleb were. Uh, I had Shmi. I like Shmi. Uh, from Second Samuel, I had. Uh, who else did I have? I had the boys from Second Kings yelling at Elisha, and I had the screaming demon of Luke Four. <laughs> <laughs> Mine were uh, Rep Sheka. Can't he's got some work issues and is taking it out on the ref. Uh, Jezebel, her team's losing. She she's mad. losing it, and then Peter. Because all that stuff we see with him comes rushing out and he loses perspective yep. in this moment because it's my kid. Yeah. I got John and James' mom, Salome, uh, Samson and his donkey bone, and John the Baptist. <laughs> He's got homeless, homeless, got drunk homeless guy, guy that walks up, up the game. to one. Uh, yeah. There's okay. always one of those. At the As game, always, right? we do want to know right? Daniel's opinion on these. Dude, screaming demon. I love yes. it. You always, yes. have, you always, you always have the weirdest, weirdest take. One. Well, I, I just think we have similar take. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I like that. I think Salome, is that how you say it? That's a good I one. I believe that's, it's that's Salami. My, that's my good. Salami. I think Jezebel's really good, too. She'd be she'd be like the mom that you're like kind of scared of. Oh, Whereas yeah. Whereas Salome, I don't know if she'd say a lot to the rest, but she's talking to the coaches. She's definitely talking she's to, definitely the talking to yeah. the coaches. Yeah. Yeah. Right. the coaches. Jezebel's talking to the refs. <laughs> oh, she's like... Jezebel's yeah. meeting, she's, meeting the refs in the parking lot. And Je she's on the top, like, bleacher, and yeah. you're like... She's, she's screaming over Everyone can hear she's everything she's, she's saying. She's corralling other she mothers. She's used yes. to getting what she wants. She's not Can you believe they did that? Can you believe yeah. that? Can you believe you're that? Like, no, you're, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. She's, <laughs> never, she's talking to the parents about it, and they're kind of like, we don't like it either, but this is enough. But she's not having enough. The She Bears was also great. The Junior High Boys. Junior High Boys. Peter? I like Repsheka. Peter's pretty... Hey, Repsheka? Peter... First off, we said Samson was off the table Samson's before. <laughs> Peter, right. Peter is so obvious. I think he. What it's about Repsheka though? Nobody I, I saw like, Repsheka. I like Repsheka. I like Repsheka. I like that, and I because yeah. I was moving that way. You, I had, I had another bet, a good answer. You can come in with that one. You could be part of that. No, answer. you said it first, guys. Yes. Is Repsheka? Do you want to put him on the podium? Well, as yours? I, I think Jezebel is the the scariest of all of these. Um, yeah. But I also think Repsheka fits. Like Repsheka showed up in like. Jezebel's uh, work scarier. clothes, like in work clothes, but 
he's trying to not look like he just came from his job. He's trying to look like he's the cool dad, to me, but the, you can tell he's kind of a yeah. And like the fun detail of Shekka. like a, I mean, like watch your language. Like, yeah. can you can we talk in a way that just us adults understand? And he's like, I was like the kids. Like, I like Shmi. I like Shmi. He's good too because for the whole like you're already you've lost. He, you've it's lost. Not, you're just going. I, I think Shmi's good. You want your demon on there so I, badly. Just, I, screaming <laughs> demon is way scarier than Jezebel. That's nearly, though, the homeless guy that showed up at the game. <laughs> That's true. I'll give you that. That's true. It's kind of a, it's out there. Yeah. I do think the boys should be on there. The boys is fun. I like that one. The taunting boys. The brothers. If you had to pick one of your three, thing. do you have, is that, your, is that your favorite of your three? No, I want two on there. Well, I think I want two on there. Well, I know, but my two are better. I like my two. I'm I got Jezebel. So, I think Jezebel. I'm ready to rule. Oh, Tad's gonna <laughs> okay. rule. I think everyone I'll has rule one because I, I don't. I think everyone has one. Whoa! What, what a compromise. What does Tad have? I, Tad has a homeless guy. Salome. Uh, Salome. Is that her name? Over Salome? Jezebel. I, I thought. I thought Jezebel. They're different maybe, roles, though. They're, they're different. Di- different types of moms. I think she's overcorrecting the coaches. So she'd be out. She may not so she's say honorable, much. She's honorable. She, she could be honorable mention. She might mention she, she something might be to the honorable referees. Mention, but she's not the yell. I mean, Caleb has to yell at the refs. If she happened to be friends with the screaming demon, she would be on there. <laughs> yeah, she's not. But what are the two I have then? Baldy and Shimi. Yeah, probably. The yeah, she bears and the yeah and the, the guy who's taunting I, after I, the I, game. I, like, I yeah. like Rabshaka and Jezebel. I like Jezebel more than Rabshaka. Yeah, same, same. I think Rabshaka fits the mold for it perfectly. A he demon could fit the mold for anything. Well, no, take demon out. Do do the junior out. high boys. Yeah, and Shimi. I do Shimi, like the junior Shimi, high Shimi, boys. Shimi. Tad, Tad, you're ruling. Tad, you rule. Are, are we letting? Uh, are we no. letting? Tate's been. He's been so insecure. I, Let's let him rule no. on this one. Okay, yeah. you you yeah. can rule in confidence. You, the gavel's being thrown I rule down because I'm I'm not as confident about my answers, but I enjoyed all of y'all's. Uh, I think Jezebel's our gold. High praise. Yeah, because she's the terrifying mom that you're like she's. She might hurt somebody. She might run her minivan I, into somebody. I finally in the got one. Lot. I finally got first, a gold. This is your first gold. I think I've had maybe one. Wow. I out of spite, you rule against me all the time. The Jezebel isn't my favorite, but the fact that, like, in all honesty, sometimes the moms do yeah, it's, get it's the a, fieriest. Yeah. I, I can go there. Okay. And she um, killed the refs. Yes, yeah, she, 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 she literally murdered the referees. Exactly. I will kill over this game. Yeah, and then so ridiculous. Yours were Shimi and and I really the like boys. The, the older brothers. Yeah, the older brothers. I like I the older brothers. That. I, let's give that one silver. Okay. Maybe, can we share bronze between Reb Sheka and, and Shmi? Shmi. Shmi. We need to figure out how to say this. Thing. I think it's Shmi. Shmi. Shmi Skywalker. It's, I like that. It's, so it's S H I M E I. How do you say that? Shmi. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> Nope. <laughs> I think right. it's pronounced. We've got a gold. Mom, nope. Nope. Here's, here's, can I just say this? Can, let me just let me just remind us before we close the episode. I said, I said, can we really let Tad rule with his insecurity? And you said absolutely. And then he gave us four answers. <laughs> so and I was correct in my instincts, and he can't rule. All right. So, and one goes no, to no, Rev no, 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 no. because I like it. that no. one. And we I are almost leaving that one. the episode four. with. Four because but, Tad was ruling. So we have, we have gold, silver, and a shared bronze. That's Scari- scariest of all is the screaming demon of Luke Four. <laughs> okay. Thank you as always for listening to the Lower Room Discourse. We hope that was fun and interesting and not blasphemous. If it was all of those things, then share it with a friend and follow us on Instagram at the Lower Room Discourse. See you next time. <laughs>